0: Welcome back to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Second Chance disrupts the cycles of incarceration and poverty by helping people find their way to self-sufficiency. They're dedicated to helping justice-involved individuals achieve sobriety, economic prosperity, and ultimately, self-sufficiency. On the line to tell us more is Bill Payne, CEO of Second Chance. Thank you for joining me.
1: Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Bill, start by telling us about Second Chance.
1: Second Chance is an organization That was founded in 1993. We're about to celebrate our 30th year of providing services in San Diego County for those who are reentering society from uh, being incarcerated or through uh, their justice involvement. We also serve at risk youth in helping them towards self sufficiency, and we really do that in three ways. We have a transitional housing program, which is a sober living environment for people to get safe and sober so that they can continue their journey towards self-sufficiency. We also have several re-entry programs that provide supportive services such as transportation, meal assistance, life skills, mobility, other kinds of training. And then we have our workforce and education programs, which help people towards what we think of as the final step or finishing school towards self-sufficiency in getting connected to education or reconnected to the workforce.
0: Tell us more about the people you serve.
1: The folks we serve are the people who are ready to change their lives. They've made the personal commitment to get out of this cycle of incarceration and poverty. They've taken responsibility for what they may have done, but they don't want what they may have done to define who they are and who they are forever. And so our program provides the services, support, And quite frankly, the rebuilding of the person themselves, their self-esteem and their mental wellness so that they can change their lives and get on a track towards being contributing members of society and through thriving in our community. When we focus on self-sufficiency, it's really 360 degrees of different aspects of people's lives that many of us take for granted. The areas that we focus on for self-sufficiency include housing and safety, as I've mentioned. And then there's an entire aspect of personal wellness. Personal wellness has to do with things like your mental health, any substance use problems that you may have, as well as your self-esteem and outlook on life. And really, the basis, the foundation of those two things I just mentioned are so important because if we don't take care of those things, then nothing else that we do will take hold and stick. In today's economy, there's opportunities for employment that are plentiful. But if you're not housed and safe, if, you're, if you haven't taken care of your personal wellness issues, you haven't addressed the root causes of your criminal behavior, then I can get you a job, but you're not going to keep the job, right? The next aspect of self-sufficiency that we work on after housing and safety has to do with making sure that all the requirements of your justice involvement have been taken care of. Most of our participants are those that are on what we call community supervision. Community supervision is commonly known as probation and parole. And those requirements follow people after they've been released from incarceration where they have to meet certain criteria, check in with the supervising officer, and our programs help support people in meeting those requirements. When you've got your housing and safety, your personal wellness, and your justice involvement taken care of, the next aspect of reentering society has to do with your social wellness. We have to connect people. To parts of the community that are healthy and enable them to thrive, as opposed to the parts of the community that they may have been connected to that led to their criminal behavior. And so when we build those foundations, now we can start linking people to the education, job training, and employment that allows them to get income and live their lives in a self-sufficient manner. So it's not just getting someone a job. It's not just writing a resume, not just taking a course on how to drive a forklift. It's 360 degrees of the person's self enables them to move on and become contributing members of society.
0: Tell us about the programs you offer.
1: So the programs that we offer run a gamut of uh, all the way from our sober living housing, as I mentioned. We have four homes throughout the Southeast San Diego community where our participants live in a healthy, sober environment. One of uh, our other programs in our reentry services area is our reentry court program, which is unique. The unique part about reentry court is it is a true public-private partnership between the Superior Courts Collaborative Court in California, as well as our justice system partners on the probation department, the district attorney, the public defender, the sheriff, and the San Diego Police Department. Many people are surprised to learn that our reentry court program has the public defender and the district attorney working together towards helping people successfully re-enter society and desist from criminal behavior. Other programs include our re-entry works program, which is sponsored by the Bureau of State and Community Corrections, and we also have our most well-known program, which is our job readiness training, which is coupled with job placement. Those programs have been in the community. We're now serving class 258. We just recently graduated class 257. And so thousands of people have been through our program. What I haven't mentioned yet is the programs that focus on the youth side of our community. And these programs are important because they are preventive in nature. Before people enter into a lifelong cycle of incarceration. We try to intervene and give them the support so that they can take a different path. Those programs include a future leaders education advancement partnership with a very important organization that we're partnered with called Strive out of New York City. And that program is focused on transitional age youth and connecting them to higher education. We work very closely with the San Diego College of Continuing Education. And we also have a youth garden program, which serves younger youth through the tool of organic farming and learning about agriculture, but it's also designed to reconnect them to education and to provide them with job skills, such as customer service skills that help them thrive in the community as well. You'll notice that as I describe our programs, I mention a lot of our partnerships and our partnerships both publicly and privately, Second Chance as an organization relies on both funding from government agencies through contracts as well as the support of institutional and individual donors. It's very important that people realize that just because a nonprofit receives funding from the government, it doesn't mean that they don't need very much community support.
0: I'm speaking with Bill Payne, CEO of Second Chance. Why is there such a great need for your programs?
1: The need for our programs is driven by the fact that formerly incarcerated people are almost 10 times more likely to be homeless than the general public. In California, 70% of the people experiencing homelessness have a history of incarceration. We use a term when we talk about people who have been incarcerated being released, and if they commit a new crime and are reincarcerated, we use a term called recidivism. That means that someone has returned to incarceration after being incarcerated once before, or at least once before. In California, the state average recidivism rate is 65%. Mm-hmm. That means almost 7 out of 10 people who have been in incarcerated return to incarceration at some point. And that's just a terrible record. To me, that represents a failure of our criminal justice system. For our participants, it was measured a few years ago, our participants, the recidivism rate is 18%. And our average job placement rate is 81%. And so since it costs an average of about $81,000 a year to incarcerate someone in California, and since 2011, that annual cost has increased about 58%. The need for our programs really complete the intended purpose of our criminal justice system. You know, once you get past the crime and punishment phase, you really have to have people reenter society because we can't afford to keep having them return to incarceration.
0: Is there an example of someone who has been helped by Second Chance that really stands out to you?
1: When you go to our website, there is a video that is an overview of our organization. And there's a gentleman who is featured in the video, who's actually a major league baseball player, and he was injured while playing baseball, fell into addiction resulting from the use of painkillers to treat his injury, and had fallen off really the right track of all that success that he had experienced as a professional baseball player and needed a program like Second Chance. I'm happy to say that he is currently gainfully employed. He's on the right track. He comes in often, He's coaching young people in baseball. And so that's just one example of someone, it could be anyone, who needed a second chance, quite frankly. And I like to say that our participants earn their second chance, that they're not just given their second chance. Some of the work that our participants do with our help is very, very deep, personal, emotional change. And they have to change the way that they view themselves they have to change the way they view the world and it is a lot of very very hard work and so again we're serving people who have made a decision to change they've earned their second chance and it's very important that programs like ours are available in partnership with our public institutions it's important that our programs are available to help these people when they've made the decision to change
0: and how can the community support you
1: we have several ways that we can garner support from the community. September is Recovery Month. It's recognized as something that was first celebrated in 1989, National Recovery Month. It's a national observance held every September to promote and support new evidence-based treatment and recovery practices. And so people can go to our website, which is secondchanceprogram.org, and they can donate in support of Recovery Month Just a $15 contribution will provide meaningful encouragement and support for our participants in their recovery. And for everyone, we have a tradition at Second Chance for our graduates of our job readiness training program or for our future leaders program. Once they have graduated from the program and they obtain employment, they come back to Second Chance and they ring a bell. And it's a very meaningful tradition at Second Chance. And if you're ever there when it happens, everyone will come out of their office. All of the staff will come and cheer for the person who is ringing the bell because it represents a significant milestone. And so for people who go to our website, secondchanceprogram.org, and make just a $15 contribution, we'll put your name on a bell in our lobby and our participants will see that community support and that commitment from our entire community towards their decision to change the way that they're living. We also have an art auction that is coming up on September 23rd, and you will be able to go to our partner organization. It's a local company called the Impact Collective, and the impactcollective.com will host our first ever art auction. The Innovation for that art auction, is that we're also offering non fungible tokens or NFTs, digital copies that are signed of the art. And you don't need a cryptocurrency wallet or any of that fancy stuff. You can just use a regular credit card. And that is another chance to support us. And lastly, of course, you can always go to our website and click the donate now button for people who are committed to taking action to make a change in terms of social justice in our community, to continue to support the proven results that we obtain for people reentering society, that monetary support is the most important thing to help us cover programs that aren't covered by other funding.
0: I've been speaking with Bill Payne, CEO of Second Chance. Tell us again where we can go to get more information.
1: Absolutely. Our organization's website is secondchanceprogram.org. That's secondchanceprogram.org, all spelled out. And you will see on that site more stories about our participants and our programs. You'll also see a section of newsletters and other information on how, how our programs really help people turn around. As I'd like to say, people who have earned their second chance and need their community support to complete their journey.
0: Thank you so much for talking with us today. And thank you for making a difference in our community.
1: Thank you for having me. It's great to get the word out.